Hi guys, I hope you're all doing well. Today I'm going to be explaining the relationship I mentioned in the previous episode. The first time I met my ex was at one of my school's weekend sports tournaments. I guess he was there to watch or support because we didn't go to the same school. A mutual friend introduced us and then on the following Monday, she told me that this guy really liked me. Kind of brushed it off, didn't think much of it initially. But this guy was really persistent, which led us to being in a relationship. I started hearing rumors earlier on in the relationship that he was cheating on me. But I didn't pay it much mind. This should have been my first red flag. But again, I ignored it. I don't know what was wrong with me back in the day. I guess I was happy to just go with the flow. I don't think I confronted him about the rumors. I just let it be. Until one weekend, I caught him red-handed. The feelings I felt on that day, in that moment, words fail me. I felt betrayed. I felt used. I felt stupid. I just wanted the ground to swallow me whole. I was blaming myself for being stupid. I should have known. I should have seen this coming. It was a mess. Our relationship took a nosedive after that incident. We went for a few weeks, if not even months, without talking. And with me being me, I had to be the one to initiate conversation. I had to be the one to kind of try and figure things out. Because I felt like we were in limbo. And I still felt loyal to the relationship. So I reached out. I picked up the phone. We had a conversation. Which you would think that he would be the one to reach out because he's the one at fault. But no. Anyway, we hashed things up, decided to continue with the relationship and just carried on like nothing happened. I didn't realize it then, but I think later on, a few months later, I told him that I would never love him the same as I did before the incident. And he took it lightly. He didn't think much of it. He'd taken something from me. I can't find the words to explain what exactly it was that I was feeling, but I wasn't the same after that incident. That was another red flag I chose to ignore. Fast forward to when it was time for me to leave the country. I was 16 then. Our relationship started when I was 14. And when I had to leave for the UK, I was 16. We didn't have a conversation on what the relationship was going to be. If there was even going to still be a relationship there. We just kind of carried on. Went with the flow. Our situation was a bit awkward when I first got to the UK. We didn't talk as much as we should have been talking. We could go weeks without talking and no one seemed to be phased. I think when the relationship took a turn to become more serious was when I made my first trip back home to visit him. That's when I met his mother, his brothers, his close family. I enjoyed the trip. I enjoyed spending time with him so much so when it was time for me to go back to England. It was sad. I can't tell you how many trips I made back home to visit him, but there was a number of those trips made. The relationship took a turn for the worst after a decade together. We started bickering about the tiniest things which would just blow out into World War II. It was ridiculous. Every other day we were fighting about something. My final trip back home to visit him was a bit awkward. It was a bit weird. We continued bickering, fighting... And one of the last red flags, if not the red flag, 
was when we were back home, my sister was in the country as well. And my other friend, a mutual friend we had, me and my sister. So they wanted us to go out for drinks in the evening. And my ex didn't approve. He was like, my sister had come to visit me earlier in the year in UK. So his argument was, you saw her in England and then you want to spend more time with her here. What about me? Which didn't make sense to me because it was just a night, an evening, having drinks. It wasn't a big deal. So when my sister and our friend came to pick me up, they felt the weird vibe. It was tense. When I got into the car, my sister and my friend had a talk with me. They said what I already knew and what I was beginning to see. They were telling me how much I didn't deserve the situation I was in, how much I deserved better, that there was so much out there because they felt I felt trapped. I took on what they were saying because I was beginning to open my eyes to the reality I was in as far as the relationship was concerned. When it came time for me to go back to England, we said our goodbyes. It was just like any other day in our relationship. In England, mom invited me to one of the Easter all-night services at church. My first evening there is what triggered change in my life. The pastor was preaching. I don't remember what exactly it was about. But whatever the message was, it had something to do with being in a relationship you're not supposed to be in. And being taken for granted because you are allowing it to happen. It felt like he was talking directly to me. So in the morning on our way back home, I text my ex. I told him, listen, I've been asking you to Lobola to pay dowry. The natural next step of a 10-year-old relationship would be marriage. So we'd been in talks about it. And he'd just say, yes, I'll do it. I'll do it. I wasn't going to... Uh, help him with that financially because no I wasn't about to do that there's some serious repercussions that come with that I believe so maybe I don't know maybe he expected me to reach out because financially I was the one carrying the relationship when I say I financially carried the relationship what I mean is when we were together on the holidays I was the one paying for the bills I was the one paying for the trips Anything that required money was looking at me. All the trips I made, I paid for them myself. So maybe he was expecting me. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, after the service, I texted him. I said, listen, if you want this relationship to continue, you are going to need to pay dowry, lobola, rora. And then he said, okay, I'll do it. After that conversation, I kind of sat down and thought to myself, what are you doing? Where are you going? Where is this relationship taking you? So after getting answers that I didn't like to hear from that introspection, I reached out again. I don't think it was, I don't think two weeks had passed from when we had the initial conversation about the Aurora. I texted him and I broke it off. He tried to say, oh, no, don't, please. I'm just trying to bring money together. And then in my head, I'm like, it's been 10 years. What was your plan? What have you been expecting to do? So I guess we both became complacent. We both just were going with the flow. 
And he thought he had all the time in the world to do whatever he wanted to do. So I was like, no, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. He tried to convince me to give him two weeks to get the Rora situation done. I was like, okay. I didn't want to argue. I was like, okay, fine. When I told my friends, my close friends around me that I'd broken it off, no one believed me because I had been saying it for so long that they thought, no, it's just one of those days where she's in a mood or something. And I let them be, which was fair enough because, yeah, there was a pattern (laughs) that was forming with me and saying I'm breaking up with him and I didn't. So anyway, I'd given him two weeks, but I couldn't see those two weeks through because I was just feeling resentment. I just wanted to be over with it. So I called him and I'm like, listen, no, I can't do this. It's just, you know, and if I remember correctly, I think he just tried to persuade me to think about it before making this decision and all that. And I was like, no, I have thought about it and it's done. And yeah, it was done. When I hung up after that, I didn't feel sad. I didn't go off and cry or whatever. It, how do I explain this? There was a weight lifted off my shoulders. I think I had closed off this chapter subconsciously because there was no tears. There was no crying. There was no sadness. I think I'd gone through all those emotions without knowing it. So when I did finally say it, I was okay. I was fine. So I guess at the end of this, my question was, why did I ignore so many red flags? Why did I continue to be loyal to the relationship when it wasn't serving me? I was in a long distance relationship. It should have been easy for me to just break it off, but it wasn't. Was it because I didn't understand? I didn't appreciate my self-worth? Was it because I subconsciously thought I didn't deserve better? Or that I couldn't get better. I don't know. As I'm talking to you, I'm thinking about the processes I went through, the decisions I made. This is therapy to me. So I hope I get answers at the end of all these episodes to help me understand why I made the choices I made. And don't get me wrong. Because I'm reflecting on the negative of what happened in the relationship, I'm not really going to be highlighting the positive because I am trying to learn from the negatives. The positive, yeah, they're fine, you know, yes. But what I'm going to be highlighting is the negatives, which is what we are going to try and learn from so we don't repeat. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And remember, we learn from each other's experiences. See you again next week.